Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. We are back. It's cooling out. Another week. It is Kev. And it is Rel. Obviously, um, can't come to you initially with the same type of energy that we uh, like to start the, the podcast off with, just uh, giving, given uh, the extreme times and sad times that are uh, currently going on in the state of our uh, nation uh, with the death of uh, George Floyd. Uh, and then, you know, subsequently the protests, the riots, whatever you want to call them, um, everything that's just going on is uh, um, extremely uh, challenging and emotional time, I will say. Um, so we're going to start the podcast off a little differently and, you know, give our thoughts on that. Uh, <clears throat> so you want to start, Kev? Or? No, you lead the way and I'll, uh, okay. I'll come in after you. It's because I got a mini for you want me to start. Um, nah, you're the activist. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, like seriously, all jokes aside, um, yeah. let me start off here. Obviously, <clears throat> like the death of George of George Floyd, not, the the murder. Sorry, not even say the death. The murder of George Floyd, um, by Derek Chauvin, I think his name is, or I could be mm-hmm. mispronouncing his name, but the police officer, um, obviously, one hundred percent. And the two other cops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The additional videos come out now with two more cops kneeling on his back. Um, obviously unwarranted, obviously just heinous, obviously just cruel. Um, all the negative characteristics and adverbs you can add to it, like 1,000%. That's exactly how I feel um, in, regards to, in, in regards to that. And, like, truly, like, I understand everyone's frustration. Like, I... I it's hard for me to like watch the news and watch the TV and like see people rioting and see people, you know, protesting. And for me to get upset at what I'm seeing. Um, and I, I can't get upset because I'm, I mean, like, I can't, I can't be upset at people for, for protesting and rioting because I'm upset. And like, it's a very frustrating time. And like the reason why it's even more frustrating than why emotions and, and, you know, feelings are boiling over the way they are is because this is a continual thing. Like this is a repeating thing. This is something that uh, we've seen 
since we were kids, you know, the 90s, and God knows how long, way before then, hundreds and hundreds years before then, but just during our lifetime, right, um, we just saw this, you know, with Eric Garner. We just saw this with Tamir Rice. We just saw this with Sandra Bland. We just saw this. Um, and even, like, when we were younger, you know, just hearing stories about Sean Bell, Amadou Diallo, all those mm-hmm. things, you know. And hearing about that growing up, those things, like, I'm, I mean, obviously it affected me because, like, just reading the stories, like, wow, that's crazy that, you know, it could actually happen and that the cops can get away with something like that. But now as I get older and I'm living through it and, like, I'm actually seeing the news coverage and we have um, – I guess additional news coverage now through like social media sites like Twitter and, you know, seeing uh, different angles and different sides of the story and how, you know, news and certain media are uh, reporting the story, you know, inaccurately, in my opinion, based on, you know, all the facts that are being presented to me elsewhere. Um, and just trying to, I guess, um, create a storyline that, you know, all the protesters out there are, you know, looting and, you know, all these, you know, negative stigmatisms that come along with, you know, people just out there using their constitutional rights to protest for an mm-hmm. unjust an injustice. Um, yeah. I 100%, like 1000% do not understand like what the uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, like uh, attorney generals, like hold up is and charging and arresting the other three cops. Like, I don't understand it. It's like, all this could have been avoided. Like, from the jump. Like, first of all, why do you have your knee on someone's neck for nine minutes? And George Floyd screamed out. He screamed out while he said he couldn't breathe. He screamed out for his mother. His mother passed away two years prior. So you can only, like, imagine... um, the amount of pain that he must have been going through and where his mind must have been to be. And he told him uh, relax. Yeah. To be um, screaming out for your mother, you know, who's like no longer on this earth with, you know, with us at the time that he was on this earth with us. So Mm -hmm. like that is, 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 um, it's saddening. It's heartbreaking. And then to just see it, you know, to see it, um, I think that like that's what makes it like even like I guess more so surreal now because mm-hmm. where I was talking when we were children you know the nineties when all when Amadou Diallo Rodney King all that stuff was Rodney happening Rodney King uh huh yeah, yeah it's like I, like you see it but like now I'm like living it and I'm seeing it and it's like everywhere like to watch that video the first when I, I'm not even gonna lie when I first woke up uh, was this I think it was Monday morning right I think so or was it it was I think it was Monday when it initially happened. And I saw it. I saw the CNN alert across my phone. And I said, I'm not, I'm not even going to look at that. Like, I'm not even going to look at that because I knew that it was going to frustrate me. And CNN already had the video and all that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at it. I ended up uh, getting on Twitter, just my, like, daily normal routine, see what's going on. And I watched the video and immediately infuriated. Like, just, it just came over me, infuriated, you know, sad, you know, just every, like, any type of, like, negative emotion you could think of, like, just all hit me all at once. And mm-hmm. this, the, the sadder part was that my, um, my next thought was, they're going to get away with this. Like, that was, like, my immediate next thought. Like, nothing is going to happen. Like, nothing is going to happen. No, I'm, I'm shocked that charges were brought, um, period. Uh, but even then, it's, like, third-degree murder, uh, second-degree manslaughter, and... I mean, like, yes, I'm, I'm glad that they finally came to their senses and, and charged this one cop, but you still have three other cops that were complicit that are walking the streets. 
And at the end, I mean, like realistically, would I would I be shocked if this dude if he walks uh, this officer Derek uh, Chauvin? I, I could be, I keep pronouncing I don't know, but whatever his name is, would I be shocked if he walks? No. And there was like even after he got charged, like that still wasn't a, a satisfaction to me because you know it was just like like that means nothing. Um, it, it's just it's sad that like realistically like our lives meaning black people's lives just aren't valued you know or at least it doesn't like no no we aren't valued the same way you know as other races and you know particularly white races like it just doesn't seem like our lives are valued when it comes to like police brutality and just like all these extreme injustices and when you know black people feel like they have um no outlet and no one's listening to them then this is what happens then you have protests then you have rights because people feel like they're back into a corner and they have no other way out like you know like if you can have someone on video a, a cop on video with his knee and um george floyd's neck for nine minutes and then the first thing that comes out um and then um, he's unresponsive yeah like and the first thing that comes minutes. out of the, Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, the chief of police of you know Minnesota comes out the next day at the press conference about we need more um, video evidence and information. Like who, like, <laughs> like who do you think you're talking? Like you know, like if it's like almost like an insult to everyone. Like it's an insult to everyone's intelligence. Like we can clearly see, you know, what's going on, and yet mm-hmm. you're telling me that you know you need to hire someone uh, particular to to investigate this. It's the same thing with like, uh, not to go too far off topic, but like yesterday where the, the NYPD, you know, off the cops and the, and the two trucks like ran through the barricade of all those people. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. come out today saying that they need more evidence and that, and that they're looking into it. What are you looking into? Like it's clear as day, like, like what we just saw and what we just witnessed. So like those, like all those things coupled together, it just, it's just, it's, it's, it's very sad. And it's just like, it's, it's scary, honestly, because um, I, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who shall remain nameless. And essentially what he was saying, alluding to was that for lack of a better word, like this wouldn't happen, you know, essentially like trying to get into like professional tears and, you know, this type of black versus this type of black. And, I like wanted to, and I like, first of all, I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't know you thought like that. Like, you know, so like that was like. Uh, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that was, an, that was like eye-opening. That was an enlightening and conversation. I need that name when we get offline. Go ahead. Oh, it's no Yeah, I'll tell you, but yeah. But so that was an enlightening conversation. Um, but then, but even, but that was like, no, like it doesn't matter like what profession like we have. It doesn't matter like you know, meaning like black people, it doesn't matter like who you are. Like at the end of the day, like you're still a black person in America and there are uh, constant, sometimes daily reminders of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like every corner you turn, like no matter, you know, how hard you try no matter how successful you get. So that right there was just BS to me, honestly. Um, but it was, uh, it was frightening that someone thought like that. <laughs> like, I mean, I know people out there, like people that, that, you know, line of thinking exists, but like to actually, I guess have it within my circle was very like interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. I just wouldn't have seen that coming. Um, 
But yeah, I think you know, overall it was just a very sad time. And like, you know, I just try my best to like, you know, stop watching the news because like, this is like, this is scary. It's like scary. And then just this right after COVID, you know, it was just like so much going on uh, this year alone. It's just like, no, it's in the crazy. midst. Yeah. Not after. In, in the, the midst. midst my bad. Yes, it's still going no, it's on. I'm just... sorry. Yes, no, yes, it's still going on. It's COVID take COVID's taking a burst right now because racism is like in the front. Um But these things steal each other. So, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Someone online. Someone said COVID uh is at halftime and racism is performing at halftime. So I'm like <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's a good one. That is um, good. But yeah, that's it's just good. like it's it's scary times that you know, like we think like you know, after um, all these senseless killings, you know, over over the time of Trayvon Martin, and you know, the list goes on and on and on and on, and then like you know, some time passes, and I think like not that we forget about it, but it's just like you know, we go on with our lives, you know, and then we have that like almost like yearly reminder now, where it's just like, and even now, uh, this year it's been like five people, you know, that have been murdered at, at, at forgive me, but the woman in Louisville, Kentucky. Where the cops uh, went in her house, Brianna Taylor. Thank you. Yes, where the cops went in her house and you know shot shot her whole house up, and then come to find out that the, that the the suspect they were looking for was already apprehended by the police and was in jail already. And then her boyfriend, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, they they took him to jail because he had a a licensed firearm, and because someone he thought someone was breaking into his house, so he pulled out his gun. So he they finally like dropped the charges, but even that took too long. They had him in jail for like three weeks. Over something that's clearly cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like these reminders that, and like these reminders that, like, no, like, yeah, you're still black in America, and this is this is how the the system treats black people in America, and it's just, it's uh, it's sad, honestly, and it's just like very like I won't even say eye open. It's just like a a slap in the face reminder, and I hate that I have to keep being reminded of this constantly. Hmm. Yeah, wow, that's um, now nah, you kill that. Uh, that's a lot to unpack. I don't know where to. I mean, we share all the same sentiments. I don't. I don't know where to start. Like the way society's set up. I, I guess I just react to. I didn't want to see that 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 picture. I was just scrolling Twitter and I saw that picture. I never watched the video. I've heard reports about it and what was how he like George Floyd was pleading for his life and. I don't ever want to see, I don't, I'll never watch the video and I don't ever want to see that, just that image of you kneeling on a man as he's pressed on concrete in cuffs. That's, that, that's not even needed. Mm-hmm. He's already contained. You don't need to, he's not going anywhere. There's no need. You have people kneeling on his legs. There's no need to put a knee into his neck. Mm-hmm. It's just un, unjustified, not... It, but it's just, again, like a slap in the face, like you said. Like, I don't ever, I count my blessings. I was telling my mom this. We were just having a separate discussion, race-related as well, a couple of months ago. Like, I I count my blessings, like, I grew up here in New York, that I don't, I would think, like, just me as a person, I'm not really wired to, I don't look at a person and just hate them. I'm more, like, on actions. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that, like, living in New York and you just see so many people that have that um they demonstrate different characteristics based on how they look i mean different characteristics regardless of how they look 
you have the same traits, good, bad, indifferent, amongst a variety of people. I'm glad that that molded me as it did. Mm -hmm. That being said, like, it's just, it's just sad. Like, I'm not, I would never say I'm numb. I've come close, but not numb because I always feel. But in recent years, what I felt a lot is just like hopelessness, like you said. And to your point, when these things happen and they're reported, nothing shocks me. The assumption is that these people will, these cops will just get off. And that in and, in and of itself sucks. That That is the reality you have to live with, but that is the assumption. So when this happened, like, I don't even know if this, a cop kneeled on a, killed a man. He killed a man and he, because of public outcry, and we'll get to that, thankfully, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. You charge him with third degree, which is the least of the degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, they're probably, if they could get a manslaughter off, they would. They probably mm-hmm. would, but they're, they're only, the, the point is they're only charging him because of, like, public outcry. Mm-hmm. And then when you see just everything from the governor to the, the president, it's just a bigger conversation of just how white people, some white people view, <clears throat> view us. And it's so sad. Like we were texting about this. I think Friday, you would think that we brought them in slave ships. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just yeah. crazy. Like we just, you have enough, tr- like enough in life, enough emotions and trauma, just going through your regular life. Imagine mm-hmm. just doubling down and, like you and I, we're not the complaint that we just go about, figure it out. But yeah. it's like when the when when the decks are just stacked unfairly like that. Like I I don't know what, and that's why I brought up the New York point. Are there racists here? Obviously, of course, mm-hmm. there's racists everywhere. But the outright racism in New York just won't fly in a place like it would in other places. That's why I brought mm-hmm. that up. But like I. And I'm off on a tangent, but it's just it's just so much emotion and a lot to really unpack with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You have the governor making excuses. I think the point of it, I sent you the Ice Cube tweet that I never really thought about. Mm-hmm. But I said something to the similar. I said that they could have just arrested that cop. They could have arrested that cop. And if you're racist, whatever you are, which I, I think... I think they are racist. I, I, I don't know, but like, you could just, you sacrifice one of your own in their eyes for the good of, because what they've done now is you have protests and, and looting and damage in, uh, in Minneapolis, in Georgia, here in New York, because you, you just wouldn't arrest one man at the time, which should be three men. But you wouldn't arrest one man. And look at what you call it. And the Ice Cube tweet is like, you have so much of these people now, and I can't, I can't blame them. And, I, and who knows what the long term of all that is? Because like we said, you're protesting in the midst of a pandemic. God knows the long term, but I'm not... I can't condemn those people. They're coming mm-hmm. out against injustice. Like I salute mm-hmm. those people. That shit is commendable beyond yeah. words. Mm-hmm. I happened to be by um, Prospect Park yesterday when people were marching through the park and at the entrance, 
everybody was just um, assembled, you know, Black Lives Matter, um, um, speaking, chanting, yelling in support, cars passing, honking their horns in support. That shit is, I need to see that shit in person. Like that should have just so touched my heart so much to see that. Cause mm-hmm. the flip of it is like, you see people justifying what's happening and it's just good to see the flip. You see people trying to make excuses for what happened. Mm-hmm. Like the president basically quoting, I didn't know this at the time, but then on further, he's quoting like a old, like clearly racist, like Lieutenant, uh, My- yeah, Lute- Lieutenant from Miami back in 1967 in the middle yeah. of, a, of a race war. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're the president, and it just starts at the top. You use thugs, and you know what you're doing when you do yep. when you use thugs because you want to appeal to your base and you know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's the president of the United States, that's the most pos- powerful position on the planet. He yep. is targeting us. He's like, I never, I don't take, I don't look at where I am in life, like. I guess for the average black man, I'm doing good for myself, but I don't mm-hmm. look like I'm fortunate and I'm grateful, but I don't mm-hmm. ever think even living in New York, like that shit, none of this shit can happen to me. I never oh, navigate like so. that. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Like that's never been a thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. I didn't need the reinforcement. It's never been a thought, but mm-hmm. it's here nonetheless. Um, I don't know. I, I just tried to hit everything you said, but it's it's just sad. It's it's just really sad that you have the cops assemble at his um, wherever his house or whatnot after it happens, and it's just a justification for so much wrongdoing. He's clearly wrong. He's mm-hmm. clearly wrong. Yep. They carried Dylan Ruth out the church and arrested him. They took him to a Burger King after the fact. Thank you. They, I they took him to Burger that. King before they took Thank him to you. jail. Took him to Burger King. You hungry? I'm glad. You, Thank you for mentioning that. Mm-hmm. I think this is over like a potential uh, potential counterfeit money or something like that. Yeah, potential forgery. What, whatever. Yeah. He could have shot. Well, we have examples of people murdering people at ma- in in large numbers and still just being having the luxury to face a face a trial the point is this is just so uncalled for everybody mm-hmm. knows is uncalled for mm-hmm. if you hate the person you don't care but it's clearly uncalled for we laughed mm-hmm. about this like not this I'm, I'm gonna get to it you text me when those people were um i think marching in north carolina marching the city council was it yeah where, where, where are those people at over oh, raleigh north they, carolina because they wanted they things could... to open up and they didn't yeah. want to wear masks mm-hmm. Pulling up with guns on the state, on the state hall, constitutional, yep. And we laughed about it. We were like, and we never discussed, we never went in depth about, the laughter was the the ridiculousness. Yep. That's one, but it's also like the fact that obviously they can do this. They feel entitled to do this, which was like Mm -hmm. the essence of like, wow, another reminder. Mm -hmm. And look on the flip. You can be handcuffed, face down on the floor, and still. And then I read like they work together for a while. Like it's just a lot, bro. It's it's a lot, and it's it's a reminder that just the excuses and 
just the hatred yeah. some people have for us. It's, it just sucks sometimes to just be reminded like this, but it's needed. I just say my last of this is just, I just salute everybody protesting. I've seen some unfortunate things uh, happen to protesters, but I really salute and it's just good to see allies. It's just good mm-hmm. to really see that this is not the country because you can you can easily like fall into that like damn. Mm-hmm. But it's just good to see like you their supporters and yeah, and it's like just the unnecessary amount of like excessive force that's used. Um, for the most part, when arresting black, like black, you know, black people in general, like I, it's just like, this is so interesting, like how things like, I guess I wouldn't say come full circle, but you were talking about like the forgery, right? And that made me think like, all right, just, just right now in this moment while, while you're talking, while we're talking, um, you got people like, you know, the Bernie Madoffs of the world, you know, who stole billions of dollars from people in pyramid schemes, you know, walked right out. So they, if he, what was the worst that, you know, George Floyd was doing. I don't even know what the, I didn't, I don't know the extent of the forgery, what it was about, bad checks, whatever. But whatever it was, it wasn't on like a Bernie Madoff level. And you don't see no one slamming him to the ground, no, you know, when I, he was getting arrested. No, and that's it made point. me like, That's why I brought up Dylan Roof, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so like I was watching like Chappelle's show the other day on YouTube and where uh, he had that skit about Tron, uh, where like the, the police like reversed the way that they treated black people versus white people. Mm-hmm. And they had Tron, who was like the weed dealer, and the cop called him up and was like, "I have a, uh, I have a, basically I have an, oh, I have a warrant for your arrest on my desk here. Like this Tuesday work, can you come in Tuesday at seven o'clock? Da 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 da." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I think I could do that. Whatever." And then they had like the CEO who like stole all this money, and they had like the cops going in like raid down his door, like shoot his dog in the head, like crazy stuff that you know just normally goes on when yeah. like they're arresting black people like the excessive amount of force as com- as compared to like when they're usually arrested and you know uh, we see stories like them arresting white people it's like you know Dylan Roof goes in there shoots up a church and it's like oh yeah cool he walks out alive handcuffed let's go feed him Burger King and go on our way it's like just um it seems like it's just like this uh inherent like we're just viewed as like an inherent threat like we're just mm-hmm. dangerous like you got so many like unarmed black people just getting killed like, what do you, how, how, I don't understand, like, in this thing, like, where a lot of cops say, like, you know, like, they were in fear for their life. How are you in fear for your life? It's nine of you. It's one of me. You all got guns. I don't have guns. You have weapons. You have batons, everything under the sun, and it's just me. But yet, you are, are in such fear of your life that I'm on the ground, on the concrete, my face to the concrete, handcuffs, arms behind my back, and yet kneeling on my neck and smiling. Talking about relax. Yeah. How, how do you want me to relax if I, like, I can't breathe? And then to see, and I try not to get, like, too um, lost in the social media because then, like, that's when I get even more frustrated to see, the, like, the other side of how people think. Like, I'm seeing all these memes on social media where people are, like, remaking it and saying, like, stupid stuff. Like, oh, how can he not breathe with, like, arrows at his nose, assume, you know, insinuating that he has such a big nose he should be able to breathe. And then other, like, people, like, have, like, you know, people with their knees and other people's necks and saying, I can still breathe. Like, nonsense, you know? And it's just, like, do you, like, just devalue our lives that much to the point where it's, like, you... A lot of people clearly do. 
Yeah, I know, but like, where you just like, you just are, are that inhumane. Like, you can't even like see um, the anger and frustration and you know the immorality and someone's death to the point where you're you're making fun of it. And we were, I sent you that thread that was like going around Twitter about like things that white people riot over, you know, and like you know, like football games and when sports teams lose. And when that stuff yeah. happens, like when we watch that stuff on the news, like it's not, uh, it's not covered by the by the media in the sense that's like they're doing something crazy. Like, yo, they're doing something crazy, but it's not like a negative crazy. It's almost like it's a, like normal. Look at these crazy young people out here, you know, acting up because their team lost or because their football coach is leaving. You know, like it's almost like glorified in a sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas people out here really fighting for social change and injustices and, and immediately they're vilified for it. Like immediately. Mm-hmm. It just, I just, it's insane. Like that, that, um, that double-edged sword. Like, it's like, no matter what, you can't win. If cap kneels, you're wrong. You don't respect the country. This guy kneels on someone's on a black man's neck and kills him. We're wrong for protesting and riding and, and just even having a thought. Don't say nothing about it. Like we should just let this pass. You should just be okay with this. It's, yeah. It's 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 while like you, literally you make no up crazy and stupid excuses that and you insult our intelligence and and then the autopsy report comes out and says that um he essentially I don't I don't know the exact medical lingo but essentially he didn't die because uh, I guess of like asphyxiation because the, he then uh, the because the cop was kneeling on his on his neck mm-hmm. his underlying conditions because he had diabetes and high blood pressure I believe contributed to his death not because he couldn't breathe. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. And this is why I would not be shocked if this cop, Derek, whatever his last name is, gets off. Because Derek Shadman, I think it's how you pronounce but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he got off. Because now you have an autopsy report that's essentially going to correspond, correspond in quotes. Yeah, they that this, that, 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 yeah, that this man didn't die because of this knee to, to the back of his neck for nine minutes. He died because he had diabetes and, you know, and, and all these other underlying conditions. It's nonsense. Like it's nonsense against the insult to our intelligence and the fact that um, a professional doctor, you know, these I don't know the exact term of the medical doctor that does autopsies, but a professional doctor, you when, you when you become a doctor, same when you become a lawyer, you have ethics you have to follow. You know, you mm-hmm. agree to abide by certain ethical codes, and for you to even sign an yeah. name on a paper and say yeah. and say that this is this is the reason why this person died, this is the cause of death. It's just mm-hmm. that person should be ashamed of themselves. That doctor should be ashamed of themselves. Everyone who goes along with that should be ashamed of themselves because we have video. We have clear evidence as to why this man died. He was killed. And to just ignore that and put this out. And now to have this, you know, be able to go to go on trial and have that be evidence at a trial and to have a judge essentially that's, that's going to be forced to admit that. They're going to be forced to admit that into evidence. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. And I, and I, don't want to, you know, but I can't wait to see who a jury of Derek Chauvin's peers are. I can't wait to see the 12 white people that are on, you know, in the jury pool. I just can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see what venue is chosen um, for the for this proceeding. I can't wait to see where they're going to hold it. Are they going to hold it in Minneapolis? Highly doubt it. I'm sure they're going to have it moved to some county an hour away from Minneapolis, hour and a half away from Minneapolis that is mostly predominantly white and which he will get off. And I would not be shocked if any of this happens. And that's what makes it so sad. And that's what makes it frustrating. That's what makes it makes it infuriating like that these things can happen and that our legal system is set up in such a way that it can be gained this way um, to where you can have 
100% evidence that someone is guilty, but if if it's um but if there's any kind of like um loophole or any kind of escape, you know, any way out of it, they they'll find a way out of it for the people that they want to find a way out of it for. For the people that they mm-hmm. want to allow mm-hmm. for the people that they want to allow to exercise that loophole, it can be exercised. And that is like what is just honestly like why people are protesting and for people who don't understand that then that's just even more infuriating and i at this point i feel like people who don't understand that just don't want to understand that and that's what about like that's what it bottoms out to yeah i'm i'm not letting anyone off off the hook like if you if you can't comprehend what's happening then i don't you just choose not to like i'm not giving anybody the benefit of the doubt in that regard like I'm with you on that. Like I, to your point, and you summed it up. Like it's society. This society is just set up that if Derek C, whatever his last name is, mm-hmm. over and he walks free, like it's not in the least bit shocking. Yep. After you clearly murdered a man on camera, and that just sucks. Like it just, and then you have other people. We all saw the same footage, and not to. But to go back, you have people as high up as the president of the United States. Basically, after you just saw a man, a black man, get murdered on camera, your mm-hmm. response is about looting. I don't even know when you already know this is all like a chain. But like this is, if it if it goes up that high in the chain, like what 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 can be done? Like it just feels so it's just so disheartening and it just dampens the spirit so much. Like it just sucks. Like again, I'm for, like growing up in New York. I'm fortunate. We, we both know a bunch of white people. Um, I have a lot of white acquaintances, friends, some, a, a few are like really close friends and you know, the support is, is appreciated and really needed at this time. Like I've seen like a lot of people, a lot of various outside of what just a lot of people just really speak up in like my personal life people i know but as a whole celebrities and stuff and unfortunately like you know no we're all people living on this planet all that's needed all that's needed to mm-hmm. so i'm glad this triggered like we talked this pan i don't i don't know this this is bound to happen regardless Mm-hmm. This specific amount of there's only so much people could take. There's only so much people could take, and I just think this happening again on camera and the pandemic, I think, is really fueled yeah. a lot of this. And I would just say to your point about the protests, like I don't, again, I don't judge them at all. Like it's needed, and I salute those. I salute those people. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have you know much more to add to that. Honestly, like I feel like the more I talk about it, like the, the, the angrier I get. So I think I'll like I, I'm 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 content, That's, you know, uh, leaving it there. Unless you have anything else to add. No, I would just say that is the society. Like we joke about, we joke around a lot, but yeah, the the fact if you really just think about what's happening in the world and stuff. You just get madder and madder about it. So yep. I would just say like, you know, rest in power, George Floyd. Like it shouldn't Facts. Have... rest in power, man. That's... Seriously. Shouldn't have even got this far. Man. No, no.
And hopefully justice is served. And hopefully. Sincere condolences to the family. And hopefully justice wins out. Hmm. All right. Well, that's a difficult topic to transition out of, but there, yeah, there's no really natural transition, but, um, I feel it's important to speak up on this and those are our thoughts. Um, we don't normally get that heavy politically, Mm -mm. um, with everything, but there's just certain stuff is just too important to pass by. But, you know, regularly we talk about pop culture, sports, et cetera, Mm -hmm. lighthearted stuff. And we're going to try to shift into that now, but, yeah. Yeah, let's do There's it. No natural transition. So yeah. Woo. So where shall we start? There's a you put a lot on the docket for me. You did a lot of research. It's pandemic Kev got a lot on his mind. Yeah, man. Boredom's my friend now. Buddy. You put a when you put a picture in here, I said oh, I said, Oh, all right. oh yeah. I said, it's JPEG, JPG. What is <laughs> I said, my man Kev got a whole pickup in here. Um, let's just start with NBA in general, man. There's so much uh, going on. I think some slight excitement coming my way, you know, coming our way correction. I'm hearing some some good news. I think um, it's pretty much a certainty they're going to come back now. Yeah, I'm hearing some good news. I'm, yeah. I'm on ESPN, it's like they'll, they, obviously not all 30 owners are um, unified on, there's like four different approaches we can get to in a few. Not all yeah. 30 owners naturally are unified on that, but basically the sentiment I'm reading and, and seeing is that whatever Adam decides to do, Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, that he's going to get a vote of confidence from the owners. And he's been working with uh, Michelle Roberts, the head of the the Basketball Association, and Chris yeah. Paul, the president, in tandem do all mm-hmm. of this. So whatever he proposes, I believe it's this week, it might be Friday. Thursday. I, Thursday. Thursday. Thank you. Thursday. Don't get it it's, twisted. Let me give you the exact date. Yeah, please. June fourth. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at May calendar. Yes, Thursday, yeah. June fourth. It's gonna get passed. So listen, listen. This is so the target date right now is July thirty first. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tomorrow. Actually, today, that, that, that's two months yes. from, from the exact day we're recording this. Um, and then we're releasing this on June 1st. So that'd be like tomorrow <laughs> from, from the day of this episode. Uh, today as you hear this. Yeah, yeah. today as you hear this. Yeah. Like, woo! Damn. That's two months away. <laughs> and that, that is would exactly have been three and a half months since the season stopped. Woo! But the thought that they have a target date. It's very exciting for me, and I they feel like, and I, and not even just not even for me, but also like when I'm, I'm like started watching sports shows, you like you kind of like texted me and was like, oh, like you know, you started getting back into it, and I was yeah. like, all right, cool, let me see what everyone's talking about, and you, I, I feel like everyone knows something like more than what they're reporting, mm-hmm. because the amount of confidence people are talking with, you see people are smiling a lot more on the TV now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they they know something, they know that like, this is coming back, so. July 31st, in whatever kind of format, we'll, we'll talk about the, the four formats, four potential formats shortly, but whatever kind of format it comes back in the NBA, I'm mm-hmm. accepting it with open arms. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Um, it's been, yeah, three and a half months since we've seen an NBA game. Like, we're supposed to be damned at the NBA Finals by now. Normally, the NBA Finals yeah, we, no, around we, Yeah, we're week. supposed to be yeah. gearing up. Yeah, most of them start like they have this week, June, the first week in June. I think right now the Lakers should have been on break from sweeping whoever they face in the Western Conference Finals and waiting most on the Bucks. Most likely the Clippers, you know. Yeah, and waiting on the Bucks. Yeah, young braided one, get out of here. Yeah, no, they would have started Thursday. It's usually like the first like Thursday in June. That yeah. one hurt. That hurts, bro. Yeah. That hurts. Now, now to be the first, <laughs> first they Thursday in tradition. September. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Finals after the got, day. I ain't got no complaints, bro. Uh, yeah, I, no, I'll I'm take it how I can yeah. get it. So the the four proposed formats. Mm-hmm. The first one is just sixteen teams jump straight into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The second one is twenty teams, um, with a, a, a some form of plan, a fourteen plan. Second one is 22 teams with uh, some form of 16 playing. And then mm-hmm. the last one is 30 teams, a 72-game regular season. And then still some form of playing on the end of that, right? Yeah. Uh, 16 teams directly to the playoffs. Just the, yeah, they just the start top, the playoffs. Top 16 as is. Uh, 20 would be like a group states play they introduce. I don't like uh, that. 
22 would be games to determine seeding, playing tournament for final seeds. And then 30, which I think we're all opposed to, 72, game regular season with playing tourney. Wow. I'm just definitely the last one's off the table for me. It's, it's just unneeded. In a pandemic, like when you're already, I don't know your thoughts. My thoughts are when, you, when you're just trying to get this thing to work and your goal, your stated you goal, obviously, is to crown a champion. You're just introducing just unneeded variables. Yeah, but I also think mm-hmm. my only issue, my, the only reason why I, I thought that was a good idea, because when we first spoke, I said three and four, but I'm leaning towards three, four being like the 72 game. The only reason why I thought about that is because like you need plays to get back into game shape. Like I, I fear that people just like just jumping straight into the playoffs. We're going to end up with an NBA champion that nobody wants or with an NBA, with an NBA finals matchup that nobody wants to see just because like everyone isn't like, we're not going to get everyone in their peak, peak, prime uh, physical performance, right? So at least if we have, like, some regular season games, a little bit, you know, warm up to knock the rust off and mm-hmm. to get people back into, like, game – not even game shape, but just into game speed mm-hmm. and playing with everyone again. Because practices are cool, but it's not really pra- – like, you're not going to do it until you, like, actually have a game against someone else. So that's why I'm, like, I'm completely opposed to the first one, where to jump straight into the playoffs. I think there needs to be some kind of warm-up method. Yeah. Even they have, like – even they have, like, you know – some meaningless like like preseason games that don't count, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just something to get people back into the groove of playing basketball and back on the court. Because I think like even we saw like uh like not uh the Lakers have a slow start this year. What team had a slow start this year and then came on strong? Like the Jazz had a slow start this year. Lepers, and this like, yeah, a lot of teams, yeah. It just happens, you know, like you gotta learn how to play with each other and like that time off you have to like remember like how to play people where people are going to be that kind of stuff and like i understand like the old exposure and not wanting to risk you know uh like i guess elongating it long like the 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 season playoffs longer than it has to be to the point that you're overexposing someone because if someone gets this covid shit they're gonna shut everything down um but we can get to i don't think so we'll get to that well it depends on who it is knock on wood say braun get covid like there's Nobody's- like a lot of it's you can't plan and assume you're gonna do this without um broaching the subject of what happens if you get a positive. Yeah. So I, I don't know what their reaction will be, but they without question, if you're agreeing to come back is something they've gauged. I don't know what their response will be. Yeah. But I don't think shutting the entire because it's it's gonna take so much to get all this done. You going to Disney, everybody in the same. I don't think Obviously, depending on who it is, it's going to sway odds, but I don't think it's going to shut everything down. It's my only thing. Yeah, I just think it depends on how it happens and how... Well, I think it also matters and how, how soon they're... Well, how soon they're able to trace and track mm-hmm. and catch that and catch that person before a potential game when you're out there playing with multiple people and then this thing spreads rapidly amongst the players while they're inside this bubble mm-hmm. in Orlando. That's fair. Some things are under control. Yeah. But ideally, I would just like for them to have some kind of warm-up period, some kind of ramp. Like, I just don't want, like, definitely want the first game they're playing to be in the playoffs. And then I'm also, like, kind of leery about, like, the you. first game you play being, like, some playing game that's, like, very important in terms of seeding. Uh, to your point, yeah, one should definitely be off the table. And I think... I think... 
the 30 as well should be. Mm-hmm. To your po- if, if LeBron comes out and says, I think he needed like three to, I think he said three to four weeks. He said he mm-hmm. wanted over like a training camp. This isn't like LeBron bias, he's the GOAT, whatnot. To me, and I don't know how many people can argue, if he's not the most well-conditioned athlete, well, definitely. he's up there all time. He's definitely current, if, if not all time. So mm-hmm. that just comes, if, if, if a guy like that, who definitely has his own gym, who's definitely in the gym, who his resume speaks for itself. He's doing whatever he's doing in year 17. If he says he needs warm-up time, I can only imagine what like everybody else needs. If not the same, if not more. So yeah. to your point, yeah, they definitely need warm up. So I hate the first one as well. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. It seems they're going to so settle th- on 22. Yeah. And what's, what's 22 again? Can you read that to me again, if you don't mind? Games to determine seed and playing tournament for the final seeds. That is scary. <laughs> that is scary. And the only reason yeah. why it's scary, because it sounds like that's not going to be like an East versus West thing. Mm-hmm. And based on like the chart, the, that could be scary, depending on how matchups happen. <laughs> that could be scary. Yeah, like just things God, I don't want to say out loud. <laughs> no, but like God forbid, like there's concerns I don't want to express out loud. <laughs> there's a lot of concerns. God forbid, like the Lakers end up with the tougher road, and the Clippers end up with like this little cakewalk. All right, so like, uh, quick, quick side. Who do you think benefits more from this break, the Clippers or the Lakers? Clippers. Uh, that's where I landed too. Yeah, you got you got Kawhi, who's injury prone like hell. Paul, Paul George, George was, recover- was recovering from an injury. Beverly yeah. was injured at the time. Like they had so much injuries at the time when so much wear and tear. A lot of wear. Not yeah, not injuries. A lot of clear wear and tear. Mm-hmm. As we were. Uh, on that faithful, faithful March weekend <laughs> when real niggas was rapping. They had so much. So if they, I think they definitely had when Braun was coming that, out. That, just, 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 just to clarify, was that the weekend when Braun came out, smacked Giannis first, and then proceeded to go smack the Clippers? I believe if my memory serves right. That was a, a Friday night. Friday and a, night in, in Los Angeles. Woo! LeBron came out <laughs> against the best team. Uh, in the NBA at the time, at least record-wise. Record-wise, thank you. Uh, uh, the odds-on MVP favorite, they had only lost a handful, and he not only outperformed, but the T- he had not only outperformed that MVP, but then the Lakers mm. smacked the Bucks. Mm. Uh, and I think on that Sunday as well. Woo-hoo. Uh, the Came Clippers, up Sunday, said, oh. The prohibited favorite, I think, two days later, again in Los Angeles. Oh, and the Clippers home game. Look, yeah. I, don't, I don't do, I don't, I don't make the stadium. So that mean the arena was half empty. No, hey. I'm, joking. I'm joking. He, but no, again, I'll, said it was, I'll they said there was more Lakers fans there. Oh no, we heard it. But look, mm-hmm. you can't look. You do what you. We all make choices. Um, again, he outperformed another player that people said is better than him, and uh, his team again. First of all, well, yeah, there's like weekend. two people that say that. And one of them is Max Kellerman. I don't know anybody else. <laughs> it's looking rough, but yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but yes, that faithful we think that faithful we can continue. Why did I why did I bring that up? My bad, I cut you off. 
<laughs> you I don't even say remember why I brought that up. That was like the last great weekend of basketball because right after that, that Tuesday is when the NBA stopped. Was when Gobert brought that up. Yeah, but I forgot why I mentioned that. We're talking about oh. seedings and seedings, and the, the Clippers likely having the easier. Oh road. no, we're talking about who benefits more between the Lakers and the Clippers. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but no, I agree with you. But you I, were I on a Clippers. tangent that I interrupted you on. Yeah, I mean, like that. <laughs> Just like based on like potential maps matchups, right? Just the craziest things that could happen, right? Uh, this benefited random teams, right? This benefited the Sixers. Joel and B potentially got a chance to get healthy. This benefited Ben, the Sim- Nets. And ben Simmons. And Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Oh, ben Simmons. He had that back injury. Yeah, the yeah. Road, whatever. This low his lower lumbar. Um, so he's probably gonna come back full full strength now. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the Nets. Kyrie Irving was injured. There's rumors, there's whispers around the league that KD might come back. Um, His, uh, like, he hasn't said he's not coming back. There's reports know, he's but, not, but he hasn't. Listen, so, yes, I KD agree with you. Even if KD comes back, he's not going to be 100% himself, right? But just the threat of that and the, and the Lakers having to potentially – and, the, and the, the Nets are, what, like sixth or seventh in the, in the East right now? Like they're, low, they're low seed. So, like, the potential that if they're not doing the East versus West and the Lakers end up having to – like, they draw the – they draw the Nets or the Sixers in the first round. That's a tough out. And the Clippers yeah. end up drawing. Especially if he comes back. Come on, like that's that's a rough that's a that's a rough outing. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just ugh, it makes me nervous. It, like obviously I, this is all that Bron bias. This, this is all I'm thinking about. It's like. How is Braun going to be affected by oh, this? Oh, without question, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not hiding it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely Braun bias. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. So it's not East versus West? All right, cool. Like, this this is crazy. Um, Kyrie and KD, and they'd be matched against them if they do open seating. And if come KD on. returns. In the and first if round? Returns, yeah, nah. How do you pass that up if you're them? In the first round? If you're KD and how do you pass that up? We're going to wait till the regular season, which is going to be like, yeah, and based like on this, this, four, this maybe you sent six me, months away. Yeah, the Clippers will be playing Dallas. That's it. Come on. Nah, they facing Luca. Don't do that. Luca's a top ten. And Porzingis, he, he was he was rounding. But yeah, the 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 level of the duo's talent. Yes. Yeah, I agree. But Kawhi, Kawhi is gonna be a challenge. Kawhi and Paul George are go, going against soft Luca. Luca soft. You seen the Lake? No, I'm not saying he. Not saying that he's not that rested ain't gonna help, but he is soft. What do you mean? The lake, the Lakers beat him up. <laughs> Every time oh, they yeah. Played, oh yeah, yeah. This man was holding his head concussed. That nigga had a concussion game one. That first meeting <laughs> when it, when Danny so Green hit the center to overtime. Yeah, he was. You concussed. got two first team NBA defensive players. You got Paul George and Kawhi to throw. No, at I'm him. not. Uh, no, Katie and Kyrie. Like, there's few tandems that's better. Like LeBron's mm. better, but there's there's there are a few tandems that are better than that. A- yeah. Anything else is it's all an argument, but there's few. I'm just saying Luca's nothing to sneeze at, and Porzingis. Oh no! First of all, Luca is, is potentially the future of the NBA. No, he is. Oh, um, he's average almost thirty in his second season. He, he plays no goddamn defense. Like nah. You do. But I'm not one. I'm not. I'm not that person. I'm, I'm out here trying to yeah. force subjects. He don't play no defense. I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He is the future of the NBA. Um, but yeah. So that's just my only fear. It's like I, I'm really like interested 
and intrigued about how the seeding is going to play out. Uh, mm-hmm. woo! We'll find out Thursday how, how they're going to do it and what's, what I their think, plan is. Um, have the teams think, got back to practice yet? Sorry, go ahead. Sage, what's it? Last report I saw, and I don't remember, I just get random alerts on my phone. I saw like 24 of 30, 22 or 24 of the 30 teams had. And I think this was last week. You can't really quote, but the majority has, if you're doing this, mm-hmm. you would have to assume, because you would have to cry like we're not um, participating under the same conditions. So the yeah. majority have. I don't know if all, but the majority have. Exactly. I would just say to reiterate the 22, game to determine seeding. That could also just be because a lot of like, I know in the West, there's like a what, like a, three or four team jumble of potential candidates. Mm-hmm. So they could just be doing that just to determine a, like a fair, like West participant for like the eight seed. Then Lakers shouldn't play. No, I'm made... saying. Oh, so for like, should. you mean like seven no, through 10? I think like it should, yeah. Seven through 10, yeah. Those four, I think seven through 10 in the West are like separated by like two and a oh, half no, no, games. No, 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 no. No, game to determine seed and playing tournament for the final seed. So what I just said, um, pertains to the last half of that statement, but game to determine seeding could just be like game to determine seeding in a regular. Yeah, that scares me. No, 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 just game to determine like in a regular East versus West. We still have to play each other and see. Maybe the Lakers do end up with the number one seed in the West. After uh, the Maybe the Bucks do, but we'll just yeah. play these couple more games and see where the seeding shakes gotcha. out ultimately. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I think that's the way that plays. I would hope so. I don't I don't think now is the time to be experimenting with deleting the East versus West. I don't think now is the time. The argument I read and it's 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 a good Rose. argument. I think I definitely saw him talking yeah, probably. He's one of them, yeah, yeah. but they're just yeah. all there. But I'm with you. It's like just uh, keep it. Yeah, that's true. They are all in the same. They are. They're all there. The argument but against the pri- is previously was just like you have to do the travel. You don't have that anymore. I wouldn't be opposed to it, honestly. I wouldn't be in this weird time where you're trying to get eyeballs and you're gonna go into the NFL season. Let me look at these. If, if, like if you go through them, there's some like really potential intriguing. Like, the first round is never intriguing, but in the first round, you could get OKC Miami, Boston Philly, as is, Dallas Clippers, Lakers Nets. Like, those are all – they're few, like – I don't want that. The Lakers can get, like, Indiana, I'm good. And then in the second round <laughs> – I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not – look, I'm – you're more overt. I, I think I'm pretty overt. Look, I want bron- whatever hell is bronze succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Without question, I'm just saying as an entertainment. Yeah, nah, these are these are this is a very interesting yeah standpoint versus most um round ones r- terrible round matchups are yeah you could get a lot of really good matchups. Um, yeah. Milwaukee Orlando still trash. That feels like a that's still trash. But again, OKC the rest Miami is entertaining. Intriguing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Boston Philly Dallas Clippers. Uh, even like Denver, Houston? Indiana, I'd watch. That's, yeah, like, that'd be good. Old Depot's back. Memphis, Memphis, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. I will watch that just for Ja. Or maybe and Houston, Utah. Maybe, maybe get a Zion maybe. in there, but hey, you know what I mean? whatever. Go ahead. Oh. 
Yeah, Houston, Utah would be good as well. Yeah, I'd watch all. Because you know, Russ, like, Russ, Russ hate. For... <laughs> Russ hate oh, yeah. Salt Lake. You know how they give you it up to each it. other. Yeah. You know how he gave it up. You know how they give it up to him. Yeah, they do not like Russ. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Man, every time the game's in there, he he get the ref to kick someone out. God knows what he heard that night. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I'm like super excited for it. Um what's not exciting though? These damn warriors, man. Yeah, these niggas plying. This is disgusting. Yo, it's disgusting how they somehow continuously find them find themselves in position to land someone. <laughs> and yeah, I, they do this one. I can't do it, beloved. They do this one. I'm losing all respect for Giannis. That's one. I would based do on it. his comments. What would. did he say? What was his comments? Basically, like, stay loyal. He doesn't want to team up. It's been his, like, previous sentiments. Oh, come to New York then. <laughs> Word. <laughs> no. We'll never get you help. <laughs> nah. You'll never have to worry about that here. It'd be him and, um, what's the name? What's that dude we drafted? Barrett, RJ, Barrett, this is dead. This is sad. <laughs> oh my Yo. god! This stat line makes my eyes bleed. But yeah, <laughs> the, the shoe is split. <laughs> but yeah, I might get Chris Paul. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I'll take that. But now, nah, if you want to stay loyal or don't it. team up, come to New York, Giannis. You get That's what that I'm big. Saying. You get that. You get that media spotlight. Mm-hmm. And you you won't have any help. You'll be good to go. Yeah, I don't know. He can't win a title though. I'm sorry, because in my scenario, Braun Braun is playing in the same league as you at the moment. So if your goal Whoa. is to win and that will motivate you to stay, then cool. But in my opinion, I can't have you win a title on my watch. Braun has mm. to succeed overall. No, he can win. I'm just saying will like, he be a free ideally, agent? Though? I think it's next year. The end of I think next he'll year. He'll be entering in like his contract. Yeah, yeah, no, he can I win after that. He can win after Braun retire. Yeah, but I'm saying I think Braun's gonna retire in like three four years, maybe three. That's another thing. Like he's kinda he's still pretty young. Who, Giannis or Braun? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, I would yeah, never co- nigga, come on. Oh. I love Braun today. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, the wine ain't him. Like I was like, that, that wine's strong. <laughs> Year 17. He's still young. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was like, damn, that wine's strong over there. Yeah, true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Giannis is young. So he got, uh, he come to New York in two years, you know, and uh, have two years of just being like, you know, making the second round, pushing like right on the Eastern Conference Finals, right on the brink of it, but not making it. And then finally get over the hump. We signed one additional player. We'll win the championship. I'm intrigued because they definitely have him next season. So I'm intrigued when he has to face um he has to be like real competitors in the East again. Mm-hmm. Like a, a KD Kyrie. Um that's gonna be nuts. Embiid Simmons, assuming um Philly doesn't do something with that tandem. They definitely but are. That's a you gotta look to your side and see. It's you and Chris, so it's, it's gonna be very team. interesting, yeah. Yeah. When they have real I, competition. I really don't. I, it's nice for him to say that, but I don't see him staying. 
They like, all say that. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> and I don't even blame them. It? They probably mean it, but yeah. Just, and when I the opportunity them. presents itself, act you know, in actuality. But I salute like, them because that just means their need to win just outpowers like because you get more money if you stay at home. You get like I think quarter of a billion dollars because yeah. they could offer him they could offer him another year. Mm-hmm. So if he leaves, that's like a really big thing he's passing up on. Relatively, money wise, yeah. it it is money wise, it is. But so what happened? Let me let me cut this lamp. It's dark in here. But so what happens is they sit down. So what happens is right now you're like, oh yeah, you can lose out on all this money, right? And then his agent sits him down and say, well, if you sign in New York, you can get all these endorsement dollars, all these media dollars, et cetera, et cetera. And that makes up for what you would have gotten if you stayed in Milwaukee. And right now they don't see that because, they, that, because something like that isn't on the table. Not just New York, but any larger market. Right, no, now they don't see that because, right now they don't see it because it's not right in front of them. But when it actually is in front of them and the math is done, they don't know what the salary caps look like at the time, you know, all that good stuff. Then that's when they're like, oh, you remember what I said two years ago? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that, that without question, I fully agree on. Mm-hmm. And they also say, what's it worth to have, I think the, the thing might be like almost $80 million difference between the, if he stays at home and goes between the fourth and the fifth and the home rights. Mm-hmm. But it's like about 50 to 80 million. But they also say, what's the point of you just coming close and getting that additional money versus winning? You have to weigh that as well. Mm-hmm. While you're still making almost $200 million regardless on top of Oof. your previous earnings, you have to do like, you have to do some real cert, um, soul searching to see what's important to you. Those are real first world problems. I'm, hashtag, right? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you're pitting me, beloved. $250 million and, and you you know, still can make it to the playoffs or 200 million and have a chance to win a championship. I think it's like 176. I just glanced them on like mm-hmm. Instagram, but I think there's astronomical numbers. Regardless. Either way, it's generational wealth. Like general, yeah. You're wealthy. Yeah. No wor- you not you don't have a, a worry in the world either way. Yeah. Financially anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you got a child and a kid in quarantine, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, that's a pot- I um to answer. I don't want to see it happen, but if the impetus of it is them losing, then cool. Like Bron's yeah. on his way out. Our team sucks. The Knicks. So Bron, get ahead as much as you can. You're not getting in yeah. my way. So get as much as you can. If his decision ends up sparking something like that, then cool. I don't really. If they're not beating Braun, then it, it, it's not going to hit me the same. And it's not a, a super team to that extent. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, nah, it's close, actually. No, forget it. No. No, I take that back. It is. If you just replace, if you just add Giannis, it would be like adding Durant. That would be insane. Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah, so no, I take that back question this is a little doing backtracking because you said we said Luca's the future of the NBA mm-hmm. are we overlooking Giannis in that I mean you could have multiple futures like uh, Zion's a future as well it's not a one person 
Nah, Ron was the future of the NBA. Who else would we? Who else? Oh, so you asking about the one? Yeah. Um, I would have. Nigga, Miss Cleo, talk about there's multiple multiple futures. <laughs> what are you talking? Because <laughs> there's there's many people going to lead the next. Who show. is the future of the NBA? I would have to do Giannis. He already won an MVP. Okay. Five years old. Okay. But that doesn't mean people won't win MVP in his reign. People won MVP on Braun. Like, but we all knew they weren't as good as. Braun. Oh, you mean we the one? Knew. The one? Is... Yeah. I I guess Giannis. If he gets a shot, he won an MVP and he can't shoot. So I would assume that's insane. He got to be next up. <laughs> Power it's ranking. crazy because everyone knows he's going to the rack. And he can't stop him. And, he's just, and he just goes. That's shackish. That's crazy. Giannis, Zion, Luca, ranked them from three to one. Mm. Giannis, Luca, Zion. From three to one? Oh, three to one. Sorry. I did it one, two, three. From three to one, Zion, Luca, Giannis. Cool. I think I agree with that. Even Zion, I just can't. I don't know you. I have to see. I'm not sold on the young man. Uh, he's been impressive so far, uh, at least stats-wise. So you just come bad. in from college and average 20. That's he the bad. thing, too. You added to my point. <laughs> Definitely got the love handles. I think so, too. Yo. But he playing against professional competition and averaging nah, only he's over 20 as a grown rookie. man. Body and grown men. As a rookie. Like, he just, just <clears throat> got dropped into the NBA game. And he putting up numbers. So I'm just yeah. saying. Keep it in I mind. I can't deny that. I'm just... I, I, I'll just have to wait and see, like, the health prospects. It's just a lot. When I look at him, he just don't look Very healthy. Very valid. Very valid, beloved. He, he, he doesn't have the same... Um, the same like athleticism, the same bounce he had in college. Mm, you can speak to that. The man just looks like he's stretching out jerseys. It's like, you know, it's cool. We'll see. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. We'll see. Fair enough. But I'm not, I just, it's a lot of hype. And that's what it is. A lot of hype. I hope he lives mm-hmm. up to it. I want to see him. I want to see him shine. I want to see him succeed. But I just, you know, I don't know if he'll, you know, live up to that hype that, you know, next Braun hype. I don't know about that, beloved. Well, that's just crazy. Yeah. LeBron is, uh, he's our GOAT. Uh, without question, he's on the Mount yeah. Rushmore of NBA players. Yeah, um, and I don't see Zion being that. Yeah. So, that's just, don't do that. Don't do that. So. Yeah, you setting up something he can't. He can't, can't yeah. His health might not even let him get to. The man, I'll be shocked if he played 10. Like, if he gets to 10 seasons, that's an accomplishment. Because he needs rings. Like, he puts up numbers for, like, the next six seasons. But they keep getting bounced in the playoffs. And it's not his fault. Then you're just where Braun was before he won his first ring. And you only put six seasons in. Like, the most you can possibly get is, like, a Hall of Fame did. You don't even come close to, like, the Braun hype. So, it just, just easy with that. Like, a lot comes with that. This is year 17 for our guy on the job. But he's hey. He's still out here. And he's still out here bodying people. Hey, man. 
Look, Whew. I can't think for people, you know what I mean? But if if <clears throat> I was the league favorite for MVP and I got upstaged by a dude that's almost 10 years older than me, I would feel a way. But I'm not everybody. I would feel a way. If I'm in my prime and I just won MVP and I have the best team and I mm. stepped on the court and got embarrassed by a dude 10 years older than me, that's an old I man. would feel a way. He's an old man. He has gray in his beard. I would feel <laughs> a way, but that's just me. What was the hashtag Braun was using this past this well, this still current season, I suppose? Not comeback season. Right, what for was greatness it? or what? Wash King. Uh, Wash King. Wash King. King. <laughs> I love rally it. Rally done. Rally done. <laughs> it's over. Tell him go home, Ralph. Put some <laughs> splash in on his face. Tell him go He's home. He's done in these streets. He done. Oh. Mm. Yeah, man. Wash King. Oh. While we're talking about that, it was interesting. I'm um, I'm gonna go too 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 much back onto the uh, George Floyd thing. But you see, MJ spoke out today. I did. Very shocking. I did. It was extremely shocking. I was like, I was oh. in a text you, but was like, we're gonna buy, yeah. we're gonna pod. So okay, extremely MJ. Shocking. Yeah. So my initial feeling was. Don't know why I want to hear that shit now, right? <laughs> Just because, like, watching Last Dance and he was, like, doubling down on Republicans by sneakers too, all that nonsense, mm-hmm. whatever. But then I thought about it, and I was like, I would essentially be criticizing him for doing what I've asked him to do all this time. Mm-hmm. So now that That's he did speak out... Say. No, seriously. I'll be criticizing him for, for him doing what, I, what, what oh. everyone's asked him to do. Speak out. Use your voice. And now mm-hmm. that he's used his voice, I can't criticize him for it. I can't say, why? I mean, he always do it. Then that's just, that's, then that'll be the reason why he doesn't want to speak out. So I will say, I'm glad he spoke out. And I'm glad that he said what he said. And I'm very appreciative of it. So kudos to Michael Jordan for that. Yeah, fully agreed. Mm-hmm. Fully agreed. And it just, again, goes to everybody that's spoken out. I've seen some people that surprise me as well that don't really, they stay silent. Mm-hmm. And that's not a reflection on their ideals, but because you stay silent, we don't really know. But yeah. I've seen a lot of people. I think like Tom Brady just put his stuff, his his name on. Um, Shocking. Like that's what it's come to, and like I love that it. That man don't I say love nothing. It. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I love it. I'm I'm glad that's sparking people to really. Yeah. It's needed. Like it can't just be us. They'll just warp our words and misrepresent us so it, it's needed mm-hmm. and a part of that i also think it. is like the a part of i think is also like the pandemic as well because people you know have been in their houses and you have a lot a lot more time to like self-reflect and actually like uh think and process what's actually going on in the world rather than you just being like so consumed with your own your own life and your own like daily movements like most part even still to this day like even though you know some states are reopening a lot of people are still in the house you know, mm-hmm. and these athletes are still in the house. So now, you know, I guess, and I'm not using Tom Brady as an example, but like someone like that, so of that ilk normally would be, you know, out and about training camps, all these things that aren't happening. So now you have like way more time to process it. Now you're sitting here watching TV, like everyone else is watching TV and you're seeing everything that's going on outside. You're seeing everything that's going on in your neighborhood. And I have more time to process the, these things. And I think that's potentially one of the reasons why we're seeing people who usually would not speak out, speak out. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about without question. Yeah. Like, people are fed up. People don't know where yeah. their next meal's coming from. 
you lost a job, you can't pay your mortgage, you can't pay yeah. your rent. Yeah, like, a lot of people are fed and just, Or you can do all those things, but you're just trapped in the house. Like that alone Oof. could be. But then when you add in any <clears throat> to all combinations, and then oh, they just killed another unarmed black man. It just people have their limits, and so I fully agree with you. Yeah. Um. Again, I just appreciate the allies. Like, this is a society that's built on. They will point the most minuscule things if you're popular. Mm-hmm. Such and such, I don't know. Is I don't going to grocery shop. If you have the name, the way society is built and these companies are built, it's about traction and whatnot. If you have the name brand, they'll report the most minuscule, stupidest things. We get yeah. these alerts all the time. So let's use it for the positive. Those names yeah. speak out against police injustice. It's going to spark something. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And speaking of Tom Brady, you said there's a, you wrote, there's a potential doc in the works. I thought ESPN said they might, he might be the next one up. Um, I missed it. Yeah. That. I, I, um, am I making that up? You could I could have sworn I saw that. Might be, you might've been off the Vino. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> Got them Vino fingers. <laughs> yeah. <in the> notes. <laughs> I was like, damn, we talking about a doc he ain't even retired yet. No, 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 no. I was right. Um, Friday, <laughs> uh, May 22nd, per CNN, ESPN is producing a nine-part documentary series on another great athlete considered to be the greatest of all time in his sport, quarterback Tom Brady. Dope. Can't wait to watch that. Whenever that comes out. I saw Ray yesterday, social mm-hmm. distancing, and uh, we mm-hmm. talked about that. He's just not, I'm going to watch it, but he's just not, he doesn't seem as interesting as. Uh, it's not captivating. They, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not Bill, captivating. He, he and Bill would really have to give it up. And Robert <laughs> would really have to give it up. For this to be yeah. worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Really Spill all the up. beans, yeah. all the juice, all that dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'll watch it, though. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But still. We'll I mean, see. If the world is reopened and everything is normal, then it'd be something I like. I wouldn't watch it while it's debuting. Yeah, not with the same, yeah. Nah. Yeah, no, no, if, no. If we on lockdown, then... A same kind of passion. No, it's not yeah. neat. It's not a must. I'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's Tom Brady, beloved. <clears throat> yeah, come on. Mm-mm-mm. Did we hit everything? I think we hit everything. Yeah. <sighs> All right, people. I guess just try to keep your heads up and stay safe. That's really yeah that's really all like that's what we can do um yeah in this time stay safe honestly um yeah Woo. stay safe as always people thank you for no, no, no. I, I just no, go ahead, go ahead. no i fully agree and uh mm-hmm. in these trying times just stay safe seriously it's, it's a lot going on just from the pandemic alone and then you have society as well so these are really trying times but like you said stay safe try to keep your sanity 
This is insane. Speaking of, I'm watching CNN in the background real quick, and I'm just like seeing cops just pushing women. These are mm-hmm. men just pushing women. Why? Yeah. Ugh, I don't get it. Anyway, it's disgusting. As always, people, uh, thank you for your love, your support. Please make sure you rate the podcast. Please, please, please make sure you guys support the YouTube page. We're like really uh, working hard, getting those uh, those these full length episodes and clips up there. So we have the full length clips on YouTube. Check those out. IGTV. Please check those out. Uh, make sure you check out the audio of the podcast. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Tune in. Apple Podcasts, Acast, everywhere that podcasts are streaming, we are there. Until next time, this is Cooling Out. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We're cooling out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.